I've only seen the towel throwing thing work one time. Brett versus Backlund. That that moved the story with Brett and Owen because he was he was doing the acting like I'm sorry I didn't mean to get this way and please please throw in the towel I don't want to see Brett suffer anymore and then pulls the rug out from underneath us and realize it was a ruse to have Brett lose the title that worked and in this case again it, it was it was a meaningless protected finish for no reason. Let's get it. So welcome to the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast that is always an instant classic. And you're And we want to punch Jim Cornette in the face repeatedly until he bleeds because he's stupid. We will see you on the flippity dippity. Oh yeah. What is going on? Good people, DJ Casey and Adam back to talk a little Clash of Champions. Um, real quick, want to shout out to all of our loyal followers on Facebook, of course, and and, uh, and on YouTube, as well as uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor as well. Uh, wherever you may be listening slash watching this show, I'm definitely, I think I'm going to post this one on Anchor as well. I never know if I'm going to post it until like we actually do it, just because we haven't had some wrestling content on the on anchor or spotify or any of those uh audio platforms in a while so i want to get that out for some of our uh loyal people who've been like where's the wrestling content aren't you guys the instant classic wrestling podcast like i'm trying i'm trying to help everybody out okay i'm trying i'm trying to you know get everybody because they're like all this football stuff i don't care about football i want wrestling so i, I we, we got y'all we got some some wrestling coming up uh very soon but we're gonna talk about Clash of Champions, just have a little quick discussion, nothing too terribly in-depth. I kind of – I mean, I want to go match by match in a way, but at the same time, I kind of just want to talk about how I felt about, you know, some different character developments, some different, uh, you know, how feuds have been going, weird things that kind of weren't on this show that maybe should have been on this show, uh, like the U.S. title, uh, you know, and different stuff like that, like just weird things on this show that maybe didn't happen that should have happened, and some things that I've actually liked – I mean, overall, I thought it was, you know, it was pretty good. When I look at the card again and kind of revisit it, it was cool to see Zelita Vega get a good spot uh, and actually get a title match. And, and I think they're breaking her away from Andrade and uh, and all of that craziness. So that's kind of good, I think. I, I'm excited to, to see her do some things on her own, possibly. Um, I do enjoy uh, her as a wrestler. I enjoy her as a manager, too. I think she can pull off both of them. But for some reason, WWE is really weird about Whoa, we can't have you as both. Uh, no, why would we do that? Um, and real quick, shout out to Brandon Burnett. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about the uh, a lot of the things that you're saying. He said that there was a great uh, opening match. I actually can bring it in the thing. I don't know why I just didn't do that. As you can see below, I just do that. I'm not used to this fancy nanciness, okay? But uh, nonetheless, you know, uh, for the people listening, great opening match, great main event, and a kind of a so-so middle of the show. And then he also said the ladder match was amazing, which was the uh, opening match. I'm not sure if it was – unless he was talking about the pre-show match. Possible. Possibility. Not sure. Uh, we don't talk about the pre-show matches too often here. But it is weird that they did have the pre-show matches uh, – the pre-show match, like, not on the card. You sh- They purposefully shortened the show, but you have extra time to put that match on the card. Why don't you just do – like, I don't know, do something weird like a number one contenders match – 
I know it's not technically a championship match in this Clash of Champions, but still, like, do like a No More Contenders match because it still kind of goes with the championship theme, I feel like. That would be better than, I think, having a title match that I think deserves to get a spot on the show. Uh, but nonetheless, I mean, overall, I mean, I thought it was a pretty good show, um, you know, looking into it. Actually, the United States Championship was on, on this. I must have missed that match because I, I, I started watching it, and then I think I – I started watching the football game and then I went back to the, uh, you know, to the show. So I think I, I kind of pinged back and forth, but you know, nonetheless, uh, glad that all the titles were showcased. At least I didn't think they were, but, uh, you guys got any overall thoughts real quick, uh, on the show and you know, how, how you're feeling about, you know, kind of the direction of WWE. I guess I'll start with, uh, with Casey. I mean, like I said, before, Oh, like I said before, uh, I didn't get to watch actually watch the whole show. Uh, my my network was being weird today for whatever reason. Um, but I saw a lot of like the highlights. Um, I know DJ and I always complain about you know social media ruining everything for us, but in this case, it actually benefited me because uh, I saw a lot of the you know clips and stuff and outcomes and things like that. Um, from what I saw, there was some interesting things that happened. Um, again, you know, this is, you know, Clash of Champions, which isn't the Clash of Champions of old. This is the WWE version, which is basically just a filler pay-per-view, um, which I really wish they would get rid of. I, I, I don't like, I feel like every pay-per-view should be important and should feel big. Um, and I almost feel like they should eliminate a bunch of them, you know, um, have like maybe five or six pay-per-views a year, not, you know, a pay-per-view for every single month, because it just, uh, and we've talked about it a lot, but you know, in the past it, it gets oversaturated, you know, half these pay-per-views, you know, you don't remember what you, what happened, you know, the pay-per-view two months ago, let alone what happened you know, this past Sunday. Um, and it felt like a lot of pay-per-views used to really matter. And now they just like, a lot of these matches, I'm not going to care about what happened two weeks from now. Um, but again, um, there, there was some cool stuff that I had seen that came out of the show. So, you know, it, it is what it is. All right, Adam. Yeah, so, I'm kind of going to go the JR route here. Like, as Casey said, we all know what these, you know, payback, uh, uh, backlash, those type of pay-per-views, we know what they are. They're, they're fillers. They're extensions of Raw and SmackDown. There, there's, there's, no, there's no specialness to it. I mean, you, there have been good shows uh, that have spawned from that. Like, you know a pay-per-view will come out of nowhere and actually be pretty good. I forget what the, again, there's so many, we, we lose track. There was one a couple of months ago and actually, I think it might've been extreme rules that I actually thought was, was pretty solid from, from start to finish. You know, again, even though again, it's a gimmicky pay-per-view, there's no, there's no specialness to it, whatever though. But the, for, per the storylines, match quality, all that stuff, it was actually pretty good. But in this instance, yeah, like I, I, you always look at the effort brought out by, by the talent, whatever though. And everybody busted their ass, you know, no one, no one phoned it in or, or anything like that. So you know, I appreciate, you know, uh, you know, that, that aspect, but 
like nothing, like nothing that that was really gonna, really gonna drive anything home, or you know, or or uh, you know, get people talking. With maybe the exception of the main the main event, very good storytelling. I I enjoyed that immensely, even though that was a terrible, not a terrible, but a depressing way to end a pay per view. But it really, really set the tone for the progression of Roman as a heel where again, in no, no shield jacket, no, nothing. You just see that, that, that jacked up body, body of his now, whatever though. And I, and I, I like the, the little element of the, you know, the tribal King um, and whatnot. And now he, with the, the advent of Paul Heyman, which I had been calling for, for years now, I'm like, take, take the, the talent in the, the in-ring talent of Roman Give him a mouthpiece because Roman's okay, but he wasn't really standing on his own uh, as a promo. Especially, like, I don't know if you remember back in the day, the not back in the day, but a, few, a couple years ago when he was trying to go toe to toe with with Cena. Not the best. Fum, you know, fumbled, you know, fumbled into the promo, and the and the crowd ate him alive. You know, I still think he's really good. So, but I, so I think this is the perfect perfect spot for him. Um, I really, really, really enjoyed that ladder match. That was crazy. Even, even in the Thunderdome setting, whatever, but Sammy getting a twisted side to him a little bit and whatever though. And, and even though this is kind of a playoff of the, uh, Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon thing, like, you know, he never lost the title, which is true. Um, and then there was the kind of the back and forth with, with Jeff and AJ having some great matches. This was the end all. No, you know, undisputed, you know, no, you know, no more, no more questions being asked. He is the undisputed intercontinental champion. And I, I popped when he took the handcuffs and looped it into Jeff Hardy's ears. Jeff, if you're listening to listening to this right now, stop with the earrings. You are going, it is going to be used against you in every match. Take them out. But, but anyway, um, there's an obsession, Adam. There's an obsession with that. I, I texted Casey, and he hadn't saw the show, but I texted him, and I was like, there's an obsession with this man's earlobes. I tell you. Because, like, and every time they do it, I'm just like, oh, God, please don't move right. too sudden. Please right. don't move I mean, at sudden. this point, I wish you just would, would go back to Will the Wisp and just go, ah, just to mess with people. But, um, you know, that I would say that was – with maybe the exception of 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 uh of uh Randy and Drew, I would say the latter match was the second best match. I I think uh Randy and and Drew w- was was the best, but you know by far. But uh I really like what you said about Zelina. She is she is an absolute gem and I like how they're using her now m- a little bit more and more. They're slowly integrating her into her in-ring stuff whatever though. But she was perfect with Andrade. She obviously, you know, knows how to work, you know, so she took the managerial part uh, very well where, you know, again, quick hurricane Rana there, whatever, though, boom, she's out the door. Then uh, now that Andrade and uh, uh, Garza are kind of, you know, breaking off into their own thing. I do like the fact that they're giving her a chance because I don't Garza and Andrade, we don't need them to cut promos like they're in in ring stuff is 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 doing just fine so but yeah her her in that role i think she's gonna get 
she had a really, really good showing against Oscar, you know, for, for sure. I, I definitely enjoyed that, but yeah, overall solid show, nothing, you know, nothing to, you know, jump out of your seat about whatever the, I mean, this, this is the norm that, you know, this is the norm where, you know, a pay-per-view happens and we know there's one coming three weeks later. I wish they would slowly fade out these shows and do more specials that would garner people to get the network because the, the documentary stuff and like the Steve Austin's podcast and this, that, and the other, that I like that more, you know, the last, last ride with taker, they need to do more of that because they are just oversaturating the in-ring product and not trying to get them to, they're not gaining new viewers by having all of these wrestling shows. And two, Adam, you know, that's a good point. You know, the oversaturation, that issue, and Casey and I have talked about this before. Um, the biggest issue is when they talked about, you know, with the brand split, with the brand split, they're not using the brand split, the brand split properly, right? Like you have all these pay-per-views, but everybody's on every single pay-per-view. Why? Why? I, I'll never understand it. And Casey, I know you had a point. Well, I two points actually. Um, one with with the the Jeff Hardy thing. I actually kind of like that they're using his earlobes as, as kind uh, you know in in matches and storylines because it's it's becoming so. Um, you know, so common that people have gauges, um, you know, body modifications. It's almost like, why wouldn't you, you know, it, it as, you know, a visual aesthetic in a match, why wouldn't you use that? Why wouldn't you, you know? Um, so, so I kind of like it in that aspect that there, you know, it's, it's there, obviously, why wouldn't you use it? it it's like, it's like if somebody, you know, it, you know, uh, kayfabe has an injured arm or something you're gonna go after it like why wouldn't you obviously um so so i i kind of like that um another thing i wanted to bring up since we were talking about pay-per-views in general um and and not to get too much on this um i just kind of want to get adam's opinion because we've talked about this a lot the difference between the main roster pay-per-views and the NXT takeover pay-per-views because DJ and I pretty much for every single takeover pay-per-view we have thought has been at least solid from top to bottom. Whereas, you know, the main roster is kind of hit or miss, you know, but every takeover is at least solid. You know, it might not be phenomenal, but it's at least solid. And, and, you know, we've talked about, you know, why we think that is, you know, the the guys are more hungry, whatever, this, that, the other. Uh, But I kind of want to get your thoughts on, you know, what you think, you know, it it, it is because they they do consistently seem more solid than the, than the, the main roster, which shouldn't be that way. You know, you, you would think that the main roster would consistently be the better show and like the B, you know, the, the developmental would be the, you know, hit or miss show. And it's, it's the opposite. Well, I mean, for, for what it's worth, you know, everything you just said is, is absolutely true. I mean, like I 
will maintain this until something changes my mind. NXT t- takeovers are the best wrestling shows on the planet, bar none. And I, I mean, I mean, people may may disagree with that, and and that's and and that's fine. But it, just my my thing is, you you. It is a formula that has worked ever since that it's become, it was more than just a reality TV show when it actually became a full-fledged wrestling show. And it wasn't just, you know, the pot, you know, the more upscale version of FCW. I mean, almost every match, almost every match is a, a, a title match, but th- they actually make the titles mean something which is 100% what you need to do. I mean, it's, and the other thing is NXT doesn't do the hot potato. You know, they, they, they did it a little bit with, with the North American title, you know, and again, that's, I, I can give that a pass, whatever though, but Cole had the long, that long reign as, as a NXT champ. Um, you know, the, the, um, God, who not before, before Brizongo and before Imperium, uh, the uh, the Fish and O'Reilly, you know, had long sustaining uh, reigns as champions, and that's what you need. Plus, and this is big, their shows are two and a half, maybe just you know, just a hair under three hours. So they they leave you wanting more. the The main roster pay per views, and again, and I expect that with Royal Rumble, Mania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, that is their core core pay-per-views. Those are events. I get it. But why do we need the pre-show for pulling them on it, you know, for backlash? Why do we need it for great balls of fire? They're 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 useless. They're they're useless. And, and not to mention, you know, they're you know, about half the time the stuff on the pre-show, you could have taken this garbage match on the main show and switch that out, you know, because, and, and there's, and there's matches that I care about that I, that I cared about more on the pre-show that I did on the, on the main show. And it's just, it's just God awful filler. And plus it's insulting because I know they're trying to give the sports field and, and all that stuff. And really the pre-show is made for Ron killings, our truth. So if you have him on there, all right, cool. This was what happened this past Sunday, whatever, when he had on, he had on all that shit. And later in the night, Drew Gulak, you know, rolled him up for to win the 24 seven title. But I just, I don't know. And, and there's in with NXT going back to NXT, their takeovers are spaced out. So then you, you get to hone in and focus in on the television show, which is I know they're probably listed as number three, but you know, to me, they're number one because they're in direct competition, you know, with AEW. So they they put a lot of effort and stock into making those shows good. With NXT, you know, with NXT as a whole, the show, they have stuff that's not going to make me change the channel. And I know I'm probably gonna get from heat from this from AEW fans. But with with AEW, again, there there's their main event stuff is awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Guys are allowed to actually able to cut cut their own promos. It's not coming from somebody higher up, whatever, though. It's authentic. But there's stuff in between. I'm like, I don't know who we're pushing. Every like everybody's equal. I'm like, like, you need to get guys over. So that's why like they're they're so schizophrenic in their booking. 
with NXT, they're they're very polished. They're very professional. It's just a lot of times on the television the television show. It just it's so stale. You know, like it's you know, like they'll have a string of like, okay, there was some there was some good matches, but nothing was like, damn, that was great. The last good part of that that I saw was Cole versus Finn Balor for the NXT title. But again, they 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 kicked off the show with that, but the match meant something. Again, like that's my cup of tea. I like the Gaga when it comes to pro wrestling, but I still like the sport aspect of it. Of like, I'm watching two men trying to win a match for a title or just for bragging rights. So uh, I don't know. I, I said, I've maintained that and will maintain that forever. That NXT takeover shows are yeah. the best wrestling shows on the planet. Yeah. And I think for me, part of it is, you know, I, I don't care about the flashy, you know, over the top show. I really don't when it's, when it's mania. Okay. When it's, you know, Royal rumble. Okay. For the average weekly show, I, I don't need the over-the-top, you know, visual effects and pyro and all that. That's part of why I used to love, like, you know, early uh, TNA. You know, I, why I love, you know, Ring of Honor. Uh, you know, all those shows where it's, it's it's not flashy. It's not the big lights and the big screens and everything. It's a wrestling ring. It's a storyline. It's the wrestlers. That's all you need. You don't need the the big elaborate lights and sets and all that for a weekly show. You really don't. And even for like the average pay per view, you really don't. It, it's just it's too much. You know. Um. Sometimes it gets distracting because you're you know you're 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 trying to watch you know check out the set more than you're checking out the 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 match in the ring or. You know, even for me now watching the the Thunderdome, I find myself being distracted by the screens of the people rather than watching the actual match in in the ring. Um, And also you mentioned uh, Ron Killings or R-Truth. The the like I love the goofy stuff that he's doing. Don't get me wrong. Like he's getting paid for it. You know, props to the man. But the fact that he was NWA champion, just I. why they got to do this to that man? He was he was literally NWA World Champion. <laughs> yeah, but but he but that's the type of you want to call it Gaga that I like because yeah. he makes it work. He's not meant to be taken seriously. But you go the, the other route in terms of storytelling. That Roman and and, and Jey Uso match, I cared about that story, and in particularly in that like like you couldn't have paid attention to any of, of the shows on SmackDown or anything like that. But that package that they had before the match started, you felt that from Jay. He goes, everybody goes to you because they, everybody called you the big dog. You know what I got? I got, which, which one are so you? are you? And I'm like, <laughs> that's perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah. I love that. You felt that. You know, the only, the only thing, the only wish I, I wish they would do, and I get it, it's, you know, the, the, the stockholders and all that stuff. You don't want someone saying the wrong thing. In that finish where Jimmy came out hobbling around and saying, you're like, Ooh, I'm going to throw in the towel. I'm going to throw in the towel, man. I, I wanted Jay to have a fire in his belly about that. Like, don't you in, don't you throw in that tile. Ooh, don't you do whatever that I wanted to give. It was just, I don't want to say cathartic because he just got his ass beat, but like, I wanted just a little, a little bit more defiant 
defiance in terms of not quitting almost almost austin like like you are not gonna make me quit in this bout bro well so, i think but, you adam you know another thing that i, I was because I, I i i do not like to throw in the towel finish because right now it's overdone it feels like they always go to that anytime they need a non-finish they go to that uh you know i would have been better off with having you know having jimmy just end up costing him the match or something not in a bad way just to kind of help him or, or something like that like i i I don't like to throw in the towel finish because you just know eventually they're going to do it. It's not like it's, they, they, they always do it the same way. And I don't like that. I mean, I think right now, you know, I, I think that's one of the best things going and I, you go ahead and go to your point and I, and I, I, I got more to say. Well, I, I was just going to add real quick that it's, it's, it's something that WWE does in general. Like, they find something and then they do it over and over and over and over and over again. We talked about this uh, a couple of years ago, when it, and it doesn't even seem like it was a couple of years ago. It seems like it was like last month. But when uh, Cena started throwing the uh, steel steps, and like the first time it was cool. It was like, oh, never seen him do that before. And then they kept having him do it over and over and over. And it's like, okay stop like once or twice is enough when you're doing it every single match. Uh, and, and again, the same with, same with the, uh, the towel throwing, like you, you can't do the same thing every single match and then expect us to care. You know, it, it... well, and also in, in that, and in that regard too, it's nothing against Jay, but why are you do, why are you giving him the quote unquote protected finish? He's a tag team guy. It's not going to kill him to lose to Roman. Like, and, and, and for, for, for what it's worth, that was to, I, and I get, I, I kind of get why they did it. They were trying to, they were trying to show that, you know, Jay's really tough. He's not going to get up, but no one in their right mind, no one in their right mind think that Jay was going to win that match. Now that also intensified Roman's new aggressiveness and this, that, and the other, but have him do that, him, not, you know, him, like maybe grab the towel and throw it back in, in Jimmy's face, whatever, though, and he claws and staggers up, whatever, and Roman hits one spear, boom, that's done. You, you, still, you still get that vibe of like, you know, man, he, he fought tooth and nail to the very, you know, to the very, very end. But it wouldn't, have, it wouldn't have killed him, you know, to, you know, get his shoulders pinned to the mat. And... The, I've only seen the towel throwing thing work one time. Brett versus Backlund. That that moved the story with Brett and Owen because he was he was doing the acting like I'm sorry I didn't mean to get this way and please please throw in the towel. I don't want to see Brett suffer anymore. And then pulls the rug out from underneath us and realize it was a ruse to have Brett lose the title. That worked. And in this case, again, it, it was. It was a meaningless protected finish for no reason. Well, and I and I think too, you know, right now to me, I feel like Roman is almost like the best thing going right now with this character development because we've never seen it from Roman before. We're seeing something new from him. It's a little bit edgy. It's 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 just more enjoyable. It's more realistic to me. Like you said, Adam, this feud was one of the most realistic feuds I think on the card in terms of just like the family aspect of it. You know, you know. 
Roman is the guy, right? Like he is that he's that he's that dude. But then at the same time, you know, Jay's like, I don't want to just be the tag team guy. You know, I, you know, the, the, like you said, the, which one are you that really hit me? Cause I'm like, I feel that same way. I can't tell you guys apart right now. Okay. I really can't. It's so freaking hard. They look just a freaking like, like it's freaking crazy, but it's like, I, I mean, I'm loving this storyline, and and I I was liking the uh, the fiend and and Braun storyline too. You know, I I like the the storytelling in it, and and I think storytelling is like one of those huge things. But I feel like, you know, with Roman right now, like the realism in it, I feel like this is the Roman, and, and I've said this, you know, in, in shows before. This is the Roman that I think we've always wanted. This is what we, you know, this is what we wanted from Roman. He doesn't have to talk a lot. He, I mean, just a little bit of talking he does in the ring, I think, is enough. You know, have Paul Heyman talk for him. And then at the same time, you know, have him say the little things he needs to say to, to get himself over. That's it. You know, he doesn't – I don't think he needs to cut this whole full-length three-minute, four-minute, five-minute promo. The dude needs, you know, a minute to two minutes to get his point across, and then there you go. You know, you're good. I mean – so for me, I mean, I, I love I love this feud. I don't know where they're gonna go with it. I think it's you know, like you said, I think the the biggest purpose of it is to you know build his heel character. You know, he's going against his family. What in the world won't he do at this point? You know, without making him seem, it's almost just like I just want to destroy everyone. You know, not necessarily in like a dastardly way. Just in a like, you're not gonna take this title from me. I gotta feed my family. It it reminds me of uh, Kevin Owens a little bit when he was talking about his family like that. And, you know, when he was kind of like the, the prize fighter where it's like, you know, I fight for a prize and I fight for my family, but he was a heel. So like on, on one hand, you're like, you know, I, that's admirable of you. But at the same time, you know, you you really will do what it takes to, to, to you know, keep that title in your possession, um, which is good. You know, I mean, I mean, I, I, I'm enjoying it. I, I'm, I'm loving what Roman's doing right now. And I like that they're incorporating. Uh, it's Jimmy, right? I told you I don't know him apart. I told you I don't know him apart. But I like that they're incorporating, as I call them, oos in it. You know, I like, you know, because it applies to both of them. I, I like that they're incorporating him into it because when you got one hurt, the other one shouldn't suffer because of that. You know, I, I know they're tag team guys. They're an amazing tag team to me. And I love the way their characters are. But at the same time, you know, I mean, just the little things in this feud it has been cool. Him putting on the the lay at the end of the match, like you know, the way he looks at both of them. You know, you're my family, but at the same time, I, I, you know, you're not good enough to be the breadwinner. You're you're good enough to do what you're doing. He gives you credit, but you're you're not me. You're not Roman. Like, and I, and, and I like that. It, and it was even weird with the thing with Rikishi. It felt like Rikishi was saying, you know. Roman's the guy, but then Rikishi was like, but my son's going to win. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what are you saying? Well, well, well and, and and also, you know, uh, obviously, you know, we, we don't want anyone to ever, you know, be injured or anything like that. But I think it almost helps in a way, you know, re- refreshing them a little bit because, you know, I, I know for, for me, at least, you know, it, it's it's been a roller coaster ride for me with the Usos. Like, for, for a while there, 
you know, early in their career, it was like, man, are they ever going to win the tag team titles? It felt like, you know, they were never going to win the tag team titles. And then finally they did. And it feels like they've won them like 30 times since then. And it's like, okay, calm down. Like, can we see something else? And, And also one thing I don't like, and, WWE does this with their tag teams. It's the, they, they don't allow them to have singles matches. It, it's just, you know, if you're in a tag team, that's yeah. all you do. That's all you do. Like, even, you know, you go to other promotions. Like, uh, for example, Ring of Honor back when O'Reilly and uh, Fish were there as Red Dragon. Yeah, they had they were obviously a tag team. They obviously had multiple, you know, tag team championship runs. But you would have singles matches with Kyle O'Reilly. You would have singles matches with Bobby Fish. With War Machine, you would have, you know, singles matches here and there. Other promotions do this all the time. And it's like WWE never does it. And and I don't understand why. You know, give us something refreshing. We don't need to see them. We get it. We get that they're a tag team. We don't need to see them in a tag team match every single time they're on the show. Well, and two, KT, you know, what really works about this, and I know Adam has one more point, he's got to get out of here, but uh, what what really makes this feud work, too, is that Jimmy and Jay are really good on the mic. Like, very underrated on the mic. Like, I, I found myself, like, going back and watching their promos just to watch their promos because I kind of just missed them a little bit on the mic. They're hilarious, and, and like you talked about before, there's a realism to it. Um, and their stuff has, a, especially their recent stuff um, with, the you know, the day one-ish stuff, has just had a sense of realism that I think we haven't seen in a while. And, and we, I don't even think we knew they had it in them. So. Yeah. I mean, like, well, the one thing like the case, you know, to go to your point too, whatever though, when they started to, it's, it seemed like every other week they were winning the tag titles and I, and I get it. They were, they're kind of like the new day. They're reliable. They, they can give the tag titles a little bit of prestige as a you know, but unfortunately, when you do that that many times, then it's just like okay, they're just being a placeholder for a new for a couple of weeks until like okay, Miz and Morrison, you're gonna hold on to the titles now, you know, or, or whatever. Which that's another another sin is they have completely bastardized the tag team division on both brands. But um, and DJ did what you said. The, the that's the one thing about their act that I love so much is that they, they seem authentic. That's not coming from, it doesn't seem like it's coming from a different voice and they're just reciting lines. It's just them naturally, you know, you know, and just the swag to them, you know, again, when they, when they lost the face paint and stopped doing the hakas beforehand, which I didn't mind, whatever though, but this, this seems, this seems like them. And it, like, it, it seems like it's actually these guys and not, and not just a gimmick. And as when Casey was talking, I was chuckling because I saw on one of the Facebook Facebook comments and someone said, I did it for the rock. <laughs> <laughs> but um the <laughs> one thing, and again, this will be my last point, and then I yeah, then I gotta get going. But the one thing I want Roman to start doing, because now he has implemented this new attitude. He's a he's a vicious, you know, cold killer, you know, with, with this with this new aggressiveness. I want him to, you know, if he is to, you know, Paul can give the sizzle a little bit, whatever though, but let Roman work with it a little bit, shoot with it a little bit, and say, you know, like, you know, I 
I announced to the world that, you know, I, my leukemia came back with a vengeance and every, everybody kind of gave me the, the half-hearted pat on the back. There was one guy, there was one guy that kept in contact with me when I was going through treatment and this, that, and the other. And that was Paul Heyman. And I still thought I, I didn't need to go that route. I didn't need to go that route before, before I came back. I, I figured that I would get the love from you guys of, of, of coming back, you know, stronger than ever, you know, fighting through leukemia, whatever, though. And you all booed me. You all booed me. And it's like, what does that say to you as human beings? So that's why I said, the hell with it. You've all have been pushing, you know, again, everybody, you know, is a smart these days, whatever, though. Now, everybody's been pushing for me to be a heel. Well, here, here I am. And if you don't like it, you can go to hell. I'm, you know, I'm the universal champ and and it's going to stay with me for a long time until I allow someone to take it from me. Yeah. And I think they should use that stuff to their advantage. You know, like for the longest time, they could rely on kayfabe to make things real, to make things feel real. They relied on it for so long on social media, um, you know, out in the public, you know, in the airport, stuff like that. They relied on kayfabe. Now I think they need to rely on the fact that people act like they know everything. People think that they know everything. You want, you want to say, you want to say, you know what a face is, you know what a heel is, use it against them. And I think, I think that would be really enjoyable. And I think, you know, wrestling companies need to, need to benefit off of that. Cause I think that is the new kayfabe. I think that is the new, you know, that is the new realism of wrestling. I think. That, look what awesome. it did. Look what it did for AJ and Taker. They, they, as as he put it, whatever though he goes, Alan Jones. I mean, since we're shooting here, you know that that catapulted people into caring about the boneyard match. But again, all you have to do again is like you don't you don't have to beat us over the head with it. But just again, just the slightest smidgen of realism, and those those guys as professionals can bring it over the top to bring that that rivalry into the ring. Right, right. Um. Real quick, just to touch on some other things that I that I enjoyed for the show because I know we're about to wrap up. But uh, you know what I'm loving, <clears throat> I'm loving the hurt business. First off, and I know Casey is not a fan of the hurt business, but I'm loving the hurt business because look at this, Casey. Just think, just just think about it, Casey. What it, what was Ricochet doing before the hurt business? Nothing. He was in catering. What what was uh freaking Cedric Alexander doing? Nothing. He was in catering with him. What was Apollo doing? He was Apollo Lose back then. I mean, at least he didn't win a title since then. What was Bobby doing? Getting married to Lana. I mean, lucky man. Don't get me wrong. Lucky man, but come on, man. Come on. That was a joke. What was Shelton doing? He was sleeping on SmackDown. I mean, come on, Casey. MVP just, he just comes out here and elevates people, bro. MVP, and he, he, I mean, he's the spotlight of the group, but like, he just elevates everybody. And Casey, Casey just don't like to hear that. MVP. MVP is so good. I, I, I will. I, he, he was. He's been a gift to that show, and he's excellent on the mic. He's excellent at promoting other people. Like, and I don't know. It's weird because MVP is MVP, right? You wouldn't expect him to be like as selfless as he is, but he's very selfless in his approach at being a professional. Um, you know, he, he is very selfless in the way he does things, and, and Brandon Chaman in, in there. You know, I, I agree. I've loved the uh, the Hurt Business. I think SmackDown is absolutely outclassing Raw every single week. Uh, but the Hurt Business, I have enjoyed. 
I do want to do a discussion at some point in the near future. They weren't on this show, so I don't want to discuss it too much here, but I want to do a discussion on, on retribution because everybody is absolutely crapping on retribution. I don't think it's that bad, but that's just me. Uh, what else? What else? What else was there? Um, I didn't realize Oscar and Bailey had a match. That, that surprised me. I, I, I knew that Oscar had a match earlier. It, earlier, it, it was, it, it, I don't want to say it was necessarily meaningless, but it was just Oscar fought Selena earlier in the night. And then Bailey was like, oh, Nikki Cross can't. Can't compete, so referee, come in here and declare me the winner. And Oscar came out, and they had a so-so match, and then Bailey got herself disqualified. And that was they're the other thing. Bailey, Sasha, like they. I mean, I know they're trying to make us wait, but come on. Well, that, well, that, we it was a pre. It was a premature return by Sasha because she still had on the neck breaks, neck brace, and and and, and Bailey got got a, the better of her for a few. It, it, it didn't make any sense. Back in the day, Jim Cornette. They put him with this uh, tag team called the Headhunters, and they're like, "Oh my God, who's this new tag team?" And they get in the ring, and Davy Boy and Owen Hart slam these guys as soon as they stepped in the ring. It was kind of like that. Like Sasha got in a few, you know, few shots, and then bam, Bailey comes back with the chair and, and gets the best of her for a few. And, and again, I didn't, I didn't get to watch the entire show. I do want to go back and watch it uh, for, for a couple of watch the, uh Watch the things on the YouTube channel too, Casey, because yeah. I've really been able to catch up on some feeds that way. <laughs> did, did I see Shawn Michaels super kick uh, Drew McIntyre? And it was awesome. Off an ambulance? I was like, what? Yeah, I, I was just about to uh, I, think, I think he super kicked Randy, right? Because they were oh, all yeah, no, Randy. Yeah, 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 they were yeah. all coming back after Randy yeah, because ambulance Randy match. took them out. Yeah, and, and and that's what I was just about to talk about to kind of wrap up. Um, that was cool to see all of them kind of come together to to uh you know go against Randy because we haven't really seen because Randy's just been taking out everybody like literally everybody all of them uh, in the feud. So that, that kind of was cool to have that come full circle. <clears throat> I'm I'm still wondering what they're gonna do with Randy. Because I feel like eventually he's going to win the title so they can set up that Edge thing if Edge is ready for, for Mania. Uh, I think they're going to set that up. But I think they like sneakily want to put Keith Lee into all of this too. So that that's kind of what, what I'm what I'm seeing. Um, and lastly, you know, kind of a point that I don't even feel like making, but Andrade and Angel Garza versus the Street Profits. Why again? Why? 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 But other than that. That's it for me. Anybody else got anything else? Cause, uh. Uh, don't put don't put Keith Lee don't put Keith Lee in the divorce tennis skirt ever again. <laughs> yeah, that 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 is uh that that's a point right there. But that's an excellent point to wrap up on. Appreciate Adam and Casey for coming by. Um, you know, DJ signing off for the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast right here. Um, on all our different platforms. If you want, if you're on Facebook and you want to listen to us, you know you can find us on Anchor, of course, and, and you can just Google us. We're Googleable. Uh, you know, you can just Google us and, and, and find us wherever you may would like to find us. Um, and if you are not on Facebook, you can go like the Facebook page, like the YouTube channel as well. I try to post it on YouTube too. Uh, but other than that, we'll see you guys on the next one. We got some other discussions coming up. Um, I definitely, you know, uh, want to discuss that thing about retribution. Uh, probably later this week or maybe early next week. 
possibly. But other than that, hope you guys enjoyed. We'll see you guys on the next episode of the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast that is always, and I mean always, an Instant Classic.